you have to shut up sometimes and listen, not fix it. Just listen Mm -hmm. and let them vent. It's always a good idea to ask them. Do you need, like, if they're coming to you with anything, do you need me to listen? Do you need me to fix something? Or do you want advice? And let them tell you what they need because they'll know. Yeah. Lost Otter Parenting. My name is Brittany Warstel. I will be your host and I'm here with Kim Cross. We are here to help educate, entertain, and encourage regarding all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you are doing and why so you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children along the way. What are we talking about today, Kim? (laughs) Getting right to it, girl. It's so good that you guys are all joining us. Thank you so much. Um, Today we're speaking about the heart of the matter. In other words, how do you talk to your children's heart? Okay, so I know I remember this as a really busy parent, full-time working mom, running my own business and all the other stuff. I know how much there is to do in a day. It's it's crazy, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. And I remember the days where I was so busy, I wondered, am I going to be able to get everything done, let alone eat, sleep, or shower? Right. I mean, it was just yeah. crazy nonstop. No. <laughs> yeah. The answer was no most no. of the time. <laughs> you know, and so we often will, as parents, inadvertently make the mistake of talking to our kids mostly about what they need to do. Uh, don't forget this, what they need to address, what they have to accomplish. And we forget to ask them, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Right? So we need to know how their heart and soul is doing on a daily basis and what they're excited about, what they're worried about, what they're struggling with. And we need to address what we call that social, emotional, or personal aspect of their life that's so critically, critically important, not just the academics and the to-dos of life, right? Oh, for sure. So what do you, what do you remember now? I mean, I'm becoming a grandparent soon, (laughs) so you're in the thick of it. How do you do that life work balance with your kids? With a lot of kids reminding me to slow down. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, I catch myself getting into my manager mode where it is like, check this box, check this box. And Uh, especially my littlest one, she will grab me by my face and be like, mom, listen to me. I'll be like, okay. Look at me. You're right. Yes. Let me put this down. Let me put this paper down and let's, let's do this. Um, I've also made it a point after school to ask them how their day was at school. And they have to give me something that they had to work hard at, something that they were proud of and a goal for the next week. And they are not allowed to say, I don't know, or, you know, it's fine. Like, no, they have to give me details or I'll sit there and ask them over and over and over. (laughs) So you can be more annoying and stubborn and connect with your kids (laughs) if you're determined to. (laughs) But how do you how do you cross that barrier of just academics and accomplishments and to do lists to get into their personal soul feelings realm of the heart? What I've noticed is if you can get a conversation going and you just sit back, they'll talk. Kids Mm -hmm. like to talk. So if you just give them the healthy space and make eye contact with them, they'll tell you. That's right. Just there to listen, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, I thought we could address um, today, obviously, getting the needs of the day done. So let's talk about what those are. Obviously, it's school schedules, right? 
Sometimes it's sports schedules, youth group, homework, music lessons, chores, errands, volunteer work, cooking, tutoring, house cleaning, yard work, careers. I mean, I'm exhausted just thinking about it, right? Oh, for sure. So we know we have a lot of that to do. But like I said earlier, we have to not just focus on what needs to get done, what we expect from them, kind of that what you need to finish or accomplish. But we've got to get on into their insides, not just their outsides, right? So we forget that kids, as young as they can be, are still people Mm -hmm. who have emotions, experiences, learning opportunities, anxieties, relationship issues, questions, and concerns about life, just like we do. Oh, for just sure. Like adults. Yeah, we're They're all no different. our life for the first time. Yep. <laughs> and we've got to stop and slow down every day and ask, how are you doing? Whether it's emotionally, psychologically, socially, spiritually. But I'll tell you, looking back, neglecting your kid's heart is going to lead to more regret than anything else that you could neglect. And I always say, until the bad comes out, the good can't come in. So if they're stressed, if they're struggling with something, if they're excited about something, happy, sad, angry, whatever it is, we have to allow them, like you mentioned, to just talk. Mm -hmm. And we have to shut up sometimes and listen, not fix it, just listen Mm -hmm. and let them vent. It's always a good idea to ask them, do you need, like if they're coming to you with anything, do you need me to listen? Do you need me to fix something? Or do you want advice? And let them tell you what they need because they'll know. Yeah, love that. Love that. And also in your scheduling, plan rest days for them because they're not going to do it on their own. So if you put in a day where we're not doing anything, block this day out. Or a few hours if that's all you have, just downtime, Mm -hmm. right? Anything that you can do for them because they need rest just like adults do. Absolutely. And I've got a whole list of what I call ideas for connecting with their heart So I thought I'd go through those. The first one is a list of soul words, S-O-U-L. Okay. So these are a list of feelings. Um, I just got this off the internet, but this is something that I brought with me today that has a whole bunch of large, all cap words that are the most commonly used words, and then a bunch of synonyms next to each one. Oh, I like that. That define the feeling more more carefully, more in detail, more accurately. So if I'm working with kids who have a hard time expressing themselves or can't identify their feelings, I will hand this to them if they're readers or I'll read it to them and they'll underline or circle certain words and we can talk about it. So if they're happy, maybe they're just really um, overjoyed. If they're anxious, maybe they're nervous or cautious or tense or fearful. It's more accurate for them. Anger is an emotion that is an umbrella that hides a lot of things, but Mm -hmm. it's a go-to for a lot of people. Well, I'm just angry. Well, what do you mean by that? I don't know. I'm just mad. Okay. Well, (laughs) are you annoyed? Are you furious? Are you grumpy? Are you irritated? Are you frustrated? It, It helps define it and it opens up the dialogue better. So it's a tool I use a lot. Uh, not just with kids, with adults. I was going to say, adults sometimes need this reminder too. (laughs) Absolutely. And it helps, like I said, to open up the dialogue and define exactly where they're at. So soul words is a good tool. The second tool I use is to ask kids, um, what do you need more of and less of from me? Ooh, that's one of my favorite questions. 
Yeah. Because they will tell you. They will tell you, and it whittles down through all the muck and the mire, and it gets down to the bottom line pretty quickly. And then you can ask that of them as well. Well, here's right. sweetheart, here's what I need more of a lesson <laughs> from you. But with that question, you have to know that they may say something you don't want to hear. That's right. So but might be calm and be nice. <laughs> yep. And therein lies one of the things. Avoid being judgmental, angry, and reactive, right? There you go. Perfect. Um, to your point, practicing stress relievers. Take a walk. Listen to music. Play a game. Uh, just play. Just yeah. get on the floor and play with them. Get out hobbies, crafts, anything that is going to relieve stress. We all have it, kids do as well, and we need to take that break and give our bodies and our minds and our hearts a break from all that, right? And learn oh. skills how to navigate that. Yeah, and from an educational standpoint as a preschool teacher, you're building fine and motor and major motor skills that are very important. Right? Yes, you <laughs> are. Life. Yes, you are. There's I, that side note. <laughs> yes, I also have one of my kids, uh, when he's angry, he does not want to do anything. He will just sit there and be angry, and so... I have found that air dry clay is like the best tool for him right now. And we'll come sit at the table and then he'll start to feel a little left out and then he'll come over and then he'll just sit there and smash it. But he can get that energy out without destroying something. Correct. Correct. And those boys need something that they can destroy and they can manipulate. It's a good outlet. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I always remind parents, keep your conversations open and light when you're spending time together. Mm. Just have time together. Make it fun. And in today's world, these kids need hope and they need encouraging words. Yes. Don't add to their stress. Don't add to their list. Take a break and just have light, fun conversations. And what I call, call being approachable and irresistible, where they want to talk to you. They want to tell you because they know your response will be calm and kind mm -hmm. and you're irresistible. They, they want to have fun with you. The other thing is to ask your kids, how can I help you be successful today? Is there anything I can do to, to alleviate some of your stress? You're not taking it off their plate. You're not doing it for them. You're asking, how can I help? How can right? I support you? Exactly. Yeah. And then the other one is, is there anything that you want or need to talk to me about? Something on your mind, something that keeps resonating inside your head that loops around and you can't quite get past it. Something bothering you. And let's talk about it. And again, one of the things I tell parents all the time, don't do the direct eye contact, get up in their grill, sit side by side or go for a walk or play with some Play-Doh or mm -hmm. something so they have a distraction or they're doodling on the piece of paper next to you so it's not quite so intense right we started um just this week actually in our house it's called the parking lot and we have sticky notes and currently right now it's just our wall but eventually it'll be a thing and um they can write down whatever is bothering them or if it's a tough deep conversation whatever is on their head that they can't get out but they don't have time to sit down and talk to us about it for like an hour or so they put it on a car sticky note and they put it in the parking lot and then every day we go back and we clear out that parking lot. And address we, it. Mm -hmm. Great. And we always end it with everybody being satisfied at the end of the conversation so bedtime isn't so hard. Love that. Love that. It's it's basically everybody letting your kids know that you see them, and you important. hear them, mm -hmm. you empathize with them, you care about them. And again, we've got to just sit and listen. Take the time to listen. It might just take five or 10 minutes, but that five or 10 minutes is absolutely precious, right? 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that leads me into what I call the four critical needs. I've did a whole podcast on this and, and Brittany and I are going to kind of go through this, but everybody needs to be seen and heard. Like I just said, everybody needs to feel that they're important and that they belong. All of us need unconditional love and affection, and all of us need a, a healthy amount of control in our life where we have that outlet, which leads to the fact that we all struggle with something, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you as a kid, I'm sure you, there's things you struggled with, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. me too. Whether it's academics, emotions, uh, relationships with maybe your parents or peers or teachers, could be physical challenges, could be mental challenges, fears, insecurities everybody has that don't think because they're a happy-go-lucky kid that they're not struggling with something right right they just might be really good at hiding it from you yeah and we forget that empathy is one of the most powerful tools we have as human beings and empathy and listening are absolutely game changers for just about anything they they can just being there to listen and just being there to empathize you don't have to fix it but that resolves a lot yeah for sure. And I, I, we, I'm not going to say anything that people don't already know, but as a reminder, kids are under more stress, dealing with more depression, uh, anxiety, and even suicide today than ever before. So we've got a very device, divisive and confusing world out there. Be the sanctuary. Be your, their child's go-to. Be the person that is their refuge, safe place to go, safe person to talk to, so that you can pour some truth and some reality into them from a very divisive and confusing world. Parents, yes. we forget how important that piece of the puzzle is. Yeah, and I think a lot of that goes back to playing games or just sitting with them. Like That is the, a really great way and first step to create that sanctuary for yeah, them. Yeah, and to connect to their hearts, not mm -hmm. just to their academics or their <laughs> chore list or all those objective things. Those are important, but they're not as important as how are you doing. Right. And as for parents out there, if you're worried about like, well, I don't know how to do that. It wasn't modeled for me or I don't. There's always a way to learn, uh, which is why we have this podcast, right? And it's also why you have your job. Like you sit there and you coach parents and children as a family group. Um, she's not someone you just throw your kids at and she fixes them and gives them back. Oh no, like, <laughs> we all work together. <laughs> it's usually reparenting the parent to parent to their own children, Amen. right? And giving yep. them a spot to be open and honest. Um, and she also has a parenting series class starting again soon here at Foothills on September 17th. And it goes all the way through October 15th. Um, it's, it is a one hour class from nine 30 to 10 30 on Sunday mornings here at Foothills church. Um, that's where we're going to learn how to connect with your children and how the impact of our relationships going to going to maneuver throughout our whole lives together. Um, we're going to neutralize arguments, um, get children to listen the first time, which is huge. That one's really hard <laughs> sometimes to remember to do right. <laughs> and then we're just going to keep empowering the children or the parents um, to raise responsible and respectful children. Uh, the sooner the sooner you make changes as a parent, the sooner things can improve for you and your children. Your skills will empower you and improve your relationships with your children and your spouse as you work together to raise great future adults. Um, all of this information can be found on our app and our website and even on YouTube. Um, you can go ahead and leave some comments, questions, whatever you feel like we need to talk about. We're reading those and we'll 
hopefully get to add them in there for you and answer those for you. And they can visit RethinkParenting.com, yes. my website, to learn more. But parents, really, the sooner you do this, the better. Learn how to set and enforce limits. Learn how to get your kids to be respectful and responsible. Learn how to empower yourselves so that you're not so stressed and you're raising good adults out there in the world. It's it's the greatest job, the most important job, and probably the most challenging job you'll ever have. Mm-hmm but it's the one that you'll feel the best about or have the most regret over. And I don't want to see any parents with any regrets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's very hard. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for joining us, everybody.